right, well, welcome to a, another episode of Chamber Chat. Um, again, the purpose of, of this podcast is to educate our business owners and community members here in Bixby and beyond on things that are going on that impact them and their businesses. Today, we are joined with Kurt Rogo, who is a, a lobbyist. And I'll tell you that if you're only... Um, your only insight into lobbyists is what you saw and thank you for smoking. You're probably going to learn a little bit today. Um, so Kurt, first um, kick us off and tell us a little bit about you and your company and, and what it means to be a lobbyist in the state of Oklahoma. Well, um, I really do like the, the lobby arena, uh, if you will, because everybody, uh, whether you like lobbyists or don't like lobbyists, everybody has a lobbyist that's kind of looking out for them. Um, whether you own a home, drive cars, or what particular business you're associated with day-to-day -day at your workplace, there's always a lobbyist out there that's voicing your concerns and your, your point of view. So I really take great pride in it, um, you know, because the word lobbyist can have a bad uh, meaning to it in some cases, uh, but it's a great way to organize your representation uh, towards something you're very interested in. And, you know, how I got started in it um, was uh, kind of just a, a, a series of events. I started out doing some campaigns in the 90s and found myself on a congressional staff of Frank Lucas's when he first uh, was elected in the 90s. Uh, then I decided I wanted to run for office, uh, served in the Oklahoma House uh, for eight years from 98 to 06. And uh, took a year off from the Capitol, did some insurance stuff, and I just was driven back to the my to feed that political bug. And I've been lobbying now, going on 17 years. It's hard to believe, but uh, a lot of that's been in uh, wind energy, uh, insurance, education, pawn shops. But you know, obviously, one of my favorite topics is economic development uh, across the board because I took on a lot of economic development issues as a legislator. And now today represent all of the economic developers in the state, which has a, been a great, great uh, event. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So tell us a little bit um, about what is going on at the Capitol right now. For uh, many of us know that as far as session in the state of Oklahoma, that runs from typically February to the end of May. Um, but, but what goes on when, it's, when the legislators aren't actively meeting every day? Well, you're correct. Session is always February to May. Uh, and then right after that budget is signed, uh, legislators try to get back some family time in June, July, but there are still some meetings that go on. Uh, it just never stops. It just kind of uh, getting some summertime uh, back with the family because it is a, uh, a, a job. You know, a lot of them have other jobs uh, associated back home. Um, right now, there's a lot of interim studies going on. Uh, during the interim period, legislators file uh, a, a whole host of ideas and concepts that they want to talk about in an official environment as a certain committee, whether it be education, healthcare, uh, workforce, whatever the topic, they, they want to talk about that further. Right now is we're in the heart of starting the interim committees, and there's over 150 that have been uh, applied for, and they've been assigned to various committees. So every week until the end of the year, um, we're going to have these official 
committee meetings on a variety of topics. And you can follow a lot of those online uh, through the House or Senate websites. So that's a lot of work still going on. And I know as of today, today is Tuesday, September 26, 2023. And in the headlines has been that uh, Governor Stitt has called the legislator back to a special session beginning October 3rd. Uh, what can we expect as citizens to, like, what does the governor want from that session? And what do you think um, we can expect from it? Well, yeah, that's been a big topic of conversation. That's been one of the uh, great uh, tools that the governor has in his arsenal, and that's to be able to call the legislature back to the Capitol and actually set the agenda, what they're going to be talking about and discussing. And in this case, the governor issued an executive order bringing him back uh, for October 3rd. And basically, he is asking for some transparency in our tax system. And probably the bigger ask is that he put Oklahoma, they, they put Oklahoma on a path to zero income tax. And this has been a long time discussion uh, in the making, uh, several decades, actually. Um, our, our neighbors to the south have zero income tax. Um, there are actually nine total states across the country that have zero income tax. And basically, it's a great move by the governor to say, hey, let's have this discussion now. Let's not start this discussion in February. Let's talk about this discussion now, because from the governor's standpoint, we have over $3 billion in savings, which is the largest we've ever had. Um, we went through some really tough times on the budget uh, here just a few years back in the teens, about five years in a row of budget shortfalls. One of those years was well over a billion dollar shortfall. Tough times. And legislators are very cautious about um, letting go right now of some of that excess. But I do believe the time is now. I, I If I'm reading the weather uh, properly, the political climate here, we're probably looking at a, a tax cut session coming up this next spring. And uh, whether it be grocery tax, income tax, there's been a variety of ideas out there. Um, we, you know, it, it, I think it's going to be definitely front burner. One of the the moves that the Senate made right after the governor issued the executive order, the, uh, the Senate, particularly the president pro tem of the Senate, Greg Treat, invited the governor to attend the Senate appropriations meeting on the same day, uh, October 3rd, that morning, basically to say, OK, governor, uh, you want to talk about this? Tell us your plan specifically. What is your plan to zero income tax? And, uh, you know, I I believe the governor's going to be there. I think his staff said that he would uh, be attending. He's on the agenda as invited. It's going to be a great opportunity for the governor to just lay it out there and say, this is how we get there. So there's going to be a lot of people in the room and watching online that particular meeting. I've never seen where a governor has been called into committee uh, to testify as to what is your plan. I think that was a, a great opportunity for, for both. Uh, we'll see what happens. Wonderful. And you, you mentioned um, watching that online. If someone you know, isn't isn't familiar with the, the state of Oklahoma, the legislature's website. Um, can you tell them where to go to find yes. all the meetings and everything? Yes. So this particular meeting uh, is going to be on October 3rd at 10 a.m. in room 535. 
which happens to be a Senate committee room. So for any Senate activities, um, you would go to oksenate.gov. And for any House activities, whether it be committees or on the floor, for House activities, you would go to okhouse.gov. And so between those two websites, you put the Capitol together. Uh, of course, the governor's office has his own website. Uh, but in, what's great about this day and age is you can watch any of those committee meetings, any of the interim studies. You can follow along during session and uh, follow the committee process, watch committee meetings live. Uh, they also have capabilities of watching older committee meetings. If you want to look at the archives of some older committee meetings. When I was serving, um, we were doing good just to broadcast the audio. Um, and if you wanted a recording of it, you had to get a cassette tape. Uh, <laughs> so, no, it's been great. It, and I like it because it does get the people, the citizens involved, you know, and, and that probably adds maybe to the controversy of today's pol political climate. But that's what this country is about is, you know, having access to your government and knowing what is going on. Uh, Information is free. So take advantage of it. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned a little bit about, again, you know, we were talking about where they can go to watch the committee meetings and and how to be more involved on that side because education again is the the biggest part of this especially if you're not the elected official yourself but you want to know if you reach out to them what they're doing um, but what are some other things coming up that um, maybe again maybe those of us in Bixby or if someone's listening in a different part of the state what are some other things coming up that you think people should be aware of well, um, like I said, there's there's always things going on in state government, but also in the election world, there's a couple of special elections going on. Uh, we've had a couple, uh, a House member and a Senate member uh, resign for various reasons. Uh, it occasionally happens, um, other jobs and whatnot. But uh, there's a special election for Senate, uh, Senator Montgomery's seat in Lawton. Uh, that's on October 10th for the primary and December 12th for the general election. Uh, Representative Martinez in the House, he stepped down. He's from the Edmond area and they've already already had a filing period for candidates. And the special election for the primary will be December 12th and the general election for that one will be February 13th. So getting there a little late, uh, after session starts, but it's it's probably uh, just fine. Uh, two weeks into session, they'll have a, a new House member there. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, there's always something going on. I've always been amazed. Uh, you know, you can also catch up on um, Department of Transportation agency meetings. You know, you can if you have a particular agency that you're very interested in, they always post their information. Um, and usually have a link where you can watch it live, and especially some of the bigger agencies. Some of the smaller agencies don't have those capabilities because it is costly to, to have that, uh, that service, but some of the bigger agencies do. All right, Kurt. And um, you have been so gracious with us with your time today. If someone wanted to follow more about what you're doing. Uh, do you have any contact information or websites you would you would guide them to? Oh, I probably just always like to send people to my LinkedIn uh, profile. Um, 
if they, uh, I do put out a, a little uh, informational newsletter uh, once a week, and it's really just more or less uh, official government uh, press releases that have come out the week prior, municipal headlines, agency meetings for the week. If they really want um, that uh, ability, ability to, to see some of that stuff, special or send me a message on LinkedIn, and uh, I'll do my best to connect with you and and visit with you about that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, as far as the deep dive on what's getting ready to happen with special election or spe the special session, um, there's going to be a lot of great topics of discussion, uh, whether or not to give people tax cuts uh, or fund agencies that have been squelched a little bit. Um, you mentioned education a little while ago. Education is the biggest piece of the, the budget pie. And, uh, you know, costs are going up all the way around. And uh, so everybody wants to make sure that we fund our, our services appropriately. Absolutely. Well, Kurt, thank you again so much for sharing all that information. And um, we'll be, again, we'll be keeping eyes on everything that goes on in the Capitol and, and looking forward to, to more updates. And, um, and again, then we'll see everyone when session begins again on February 5th. Thank you for tuning in to Bixby Metro Chambers Chamber Chat. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. And remember, when it comes to business and community, Bixby is the place to be.